Welcome to episode three of Fangirl's Guide to TV, our post-Emmy podcast. I'm Nora. I'm Dana. I'm Pav. And I'm Liv. And we're going to break down all the winners from the 2016 Emmy Awards. We're going to yeah, talk about the show, best dressed. We're going to do it all. Uh, so starting off, we're going to just start off with the big ones. Outstanding comedy series went once again to Veep. I'm pretty sure everyone saw this coming, so we predicted so happy that. About it. Yeah, we predicted that in our pre-Emmy podcast. It's one of my favorite shows, Veep. Uh, I'm so happy it won. I really don't think maybe Master of None stood a chance in that category, but I definitely, I definitely think Veep came out on top on that one. I wasn't really surprised, and I was pretty happy for it. Yeah, yeah, it it's, it's, it. it's not like the show doesn't deserve no, to get it. It, is, it does. Everyone it expected it, but it was so, it's still so good and it does deserve this one. If any of you want a reason to know why it won, check out the episode Mother. I've watched it about eight times and I used an entire box of tissues from Cry Laughing the first two times I watched it. So there you go. Uh, next up, big drama series win, uh, Game of Thrones to come at standing drama series. It also yeah. became the most decorated show in Emmy history, beating Frasier with that win. It has 38 wins now. Uh, so that was a big one for them. I personally think they deserved it this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. The season was really good. Last year, I don't think they really did. It was kind of an iffy season for me because it was a lot of leading to this season. I was going to say, one what the season was. The season was almost like a... I don't want to call it an apology for last season, but it was like an apology. They basically undid everything that they messed up on last season. And they did a phenomenal job of doing that. I thought it was really good. Really stepped up the game. They really stepped up the game. I think it also helped that they no longer had to stick to the books a little bit. I think so, too. I think it really helped them be more free with what Mm -hmm. they wanted to do with it. I think the books were almost a crutch last season, and they were like, we have to finish up the book. Uh, next up, another big one was Outstanding Variety Talk Series. It actually went to Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. I mentioned that in our pre-Emmy podcast. I thought he could take it. I was actually really surprised James Corden yeah, did We were all rooting for James We all wanted him to win. He won a Creative Arts Emmy uh, for his Carpool Karaoke special, Beating Lemonade. Um, and they won another uh, Emmy for their one of their online series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kind of shocked me that Corden didn't take this one, but I was really happy for Oliver. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not like his show is terrible. It's like actually pretty important, and a lot of people actually go to it for their like cultural updates on news, like political news and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I think John Oliver is still deserving. I think just it would have been nice to see someone new kind of take this, someone we're not used to seeing take this category, mm-hmm. especially someone who's kind of breathed new life into late night TV, so. Yeah. I would have liked it, like this was John Oliver's first time winning the category, but I would have liked it to not have gone to like a satirical news show. That's yeah. what I mean, Because that's yeah. what has yeah. been winning. Yeah. I would have liked it go to late night TV, because I definitely think across the board late night tv has been awesome uh next up the absolutely big category and wins of the night outstanding limited series went to the people versus oj simpson american crime story mm-hmm. hands down deserve that category yes yes yes, mm-hmm. yes. wasn't no. really a shock yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no i don't really think so it wasn't a shock but, but it was it also was well deserved yeah, no well deserved but yeah i think we all knew well, it's what was hard to happen. beat something like that when it makes such a huge profound impact impact on the culture like everyone i talked to was watching that show uh, next up was an actual, I think, shock across the board for us and numerous other fans. Outstanding TV movie went to Sherlock, The Abominable Bride. Yeah, that was definitely not what I was expecting. It was an odd one. Like, I love Sherlock to death. It's one of my favorite shows, but 
this special wasn't its best by any means. And Nora and I were actually discussing during the Emmys that usually on Sherlock, we have a hard time figuring out how they're going to solve this. How are they going to wrap this up by the end? But about halfway through this, I had figured it out and I was correct. I really thought all the way our confirmation had this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Both of those were so good. Carrie Washington in confirmation and Brian Cranston in all the way. I knew they probably weren't going to take acting categories just because they were pitted up against people versus OJ. But I definitely think one of them could have taken this. So I was actually really surprised Sherlock took this category. And now we're getting into acting. Let's kick things off with the supporting categories. Outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series went to Louis Anderson as Christine Baskets on Baskets. It's an FX show with Zach Galifianakis. I was actually really surprised about this one. I think yeah. a lot of people were really surprised about this one. A lot of people were surprised. Honestly, looking at the nominees, I really thought Tony Hale as Gary from V Padded in the Bag. He's won in the past. Or I really thought Ty Burrell as Phil Dunphy for Modern Family mm-hmm. could have won. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis Anderson was probably the bi- one of the biggest shocks. Yeah. A big shock in a semi-confused way for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then again, I haven't seen Baskets. Yeah, I might be missing something fair, there, so. but that was a pretty big shock to me. It was nice to be the first time winner. Yes. Next up, I think everybody can agree this was probably the best win of the night one of the best ones of the night, best speech across the board. Kate McKinnon won for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It was actually the episode where Ariana Grande hosted. That came out of left field for me, but in a very good way. Yeah. Well, I was in tears at her acceptance speech. Like, I was just like, I didn't realize how much I actually cared about Kate McKinnon until I saw her standing in front of me crying. Thanks, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton responded. <laughs> yeah. It was great across the board. She is actually the first SNL cast member to win this award for Supporting Actress since Gilda Radner in 1977. And just the fact that it's McKinnon and Radner, I'm through the moon. She really carries Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's one of a few returning cast members coming back for this upcoming season. Um, And I definitely think that one was so well-deserved. That alien sketch. Um, (laughs) I cry still. I have not laughed that hard at an SNL sketch in a long time. Specifically the Ryan Gosling one. They've done it more than once. But the Ryan Gosling one for me is... And I think she's carrying us through the political season as Hillary Clinton, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that was a big one for all of us, I think. Uh, Next up, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series went to Ben Mendelsohn as Danny Rayburn for Bloodline. Kind of a shock for me. I really yeah. thought maybe either Peter Dinklage or Kid Harrington for Game of Thrones yeah. is going to take this I one. Thought so I too. thought it was going to be Peter Dinklage, in all honesty. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is a first-time nominee and winner, uh, so good for him. I haven't gotten a chance to see Bloodline yet. I've heard phenomenal things across the board, um, so I can't imagine. I think this was probably very well-deserved. Uh, next up, I think our favorite category of the night... Outstanding supporting action to drama series <laughs> went to Maggie Smith yeah. for Downton Abbey. Not surprising. I was not surprised. I was just kind of hoping for a different outcome. Yeah. But so was I, but I mean Maggie Smith does carry the show. She's amazing in the show. Gonna I was I was half expecting, especially after Jimmy Kimmel made that speech at the beginning of the show. Why do we even keep giving Emmys to Maggie Smith? She never shows up. I half expected Maggie Smith to walk out from <laughs> backstage to accept her award. That would have been phenomenal. It would have been so great. I mean, this is the last time we're going to be seeing her probably in that category. So, I guess, give it to Maggie There's a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. And while we're talking about it, Masterpiece PVC, you can go find it. We'll link it to our Twitter account. They posted a tweet 
about Maggie Smith accepting her Emmy Award, and quote, it says, I was very astonished and pleased to win the award. I feel the Emmys have been over, overly generous to me. If Mr. Kimmel could please direct me to the lost and found office, I will try and be on the next flight. Love, old Maggie. If that's not Maggie Smith class, I don't know what is. <laughs> I love her. That I love, I love my... that this was her response, that, like, she did respond finally she's to this. She's such a good sense of humor. Oh, she's great. I yeah. love her. Made my day. Um, but I definitely think, going back to the category, I really thought one of the Game of Thrones actresses had it, but I think also the problem is when you have so many actresses from one show or actors in a category it splits the vote way too much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. personally even when we were hearing the category right off i was still rooting for constant zimmer oh yeah. Yeah, yeah i was i was especially since they were going with the the theme of first time winners i was like could you imagine if constant if constant zimmer won that would be the hugest i think Crying. like underdog undertaking in the entire show and i would have been so happy uh moving on outstanding supporting actor in a limited series or movie Went to Sterling K. Brown. He played Christopher Darden in The People vs. O.J. 110% well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Once again, that category was jam-packed with People vs. O.J. Nominees, we had John Travolta and Schwimmer in that category mm-hmm. as well. Um, I wasn't too surprised about that one. I think he deserved it. He was also a first-time nominee and winner. Um, I think that was great for him to win that. And he gave an adorable shout-out to his wife that made mm-hmm. me cry. Um, next up, Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or Movie. Went to Regina King. Uh, for American Crime. I'm not a fan of American Crime. I did not really enjoy the first season. I may have to go back to it now, but I'm not surprised Regina King won. I believe in her acting ability. It's the show I'm a little bit um, (laughs) iffy about. Part of me was hoping Sarah Paulson would win this category and then later the other category, but that's just me being greedy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm really happy for Regina King. She's been she killed it this TV season, both acting and directing. She directed a lot this season. Um, and then moving on to the big categories, we've got lead acting. Um, so first up, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Once again, went to Jeffrey Tambor for mm-hmm. Transparent. Mm-hmm. Again, I haven't watched this current season of Transparent. Part of me was hoping Aziz Ansari would take it for Master of None or Anthony Anderson for Blackish. But I love Jeffrey Tambor, so I'm yeah. sure he's great yeah, in it. I mean, I can't be mad about him winning, and I liked his acceptance speech, but yeah, I kind of did wish one. someone that somebody else knew took was it. going to take it. Yeah. I definitely, I think his acceptance speech was one of the highlights um, of that Emmys. Mm-hmm. I I definitely think everybody's acceptance speeches were very on point this year, and mm-hmm. he was one of them, definitely. Uh, next up, my favorite category, <laughs> personally. We've got its outstanding lead actress in a comedy series went to none other than Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep. Your queen. My, actually, if I could bow down to Julia Louis-Dreyfus every morning, like, I would. <laughs> I would pay taxes to her. I really would pay taxes to her. I also loved the fact that after she won, they cut to Jerry Seinfeld in the audience. I yeah, that was that just was like a, a nice. She's credit. basically my queen, my god, really. Um, I totally well deserved. It was for the episode Mother, which, as I mentioned previously, makes me cry laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not a surprising win. I definitely think she deserved it. She thanked her dad, who recently passed I away. Know, I'm sure her hands were shaking. Uh, she made me cry. Oh that was pretty special. I also really liked in the middle of the acceptance speech where she was talking about, she was apologizing for her show no longer being um, a satire, satire. And it really documenting the current political climate. Like, Loved that it. was great. She was That's so on point. point. Um, I actually, 
I think we need, I don't know if you guys have read it, but I think we need to discuss it. TV Line today wrote an article about how Julie Louis-Dreyfus should drop out of the Emmy race next year in order to give somebody else a chance at winning. They were saying the fact that Louis-Dreyfus is still able to surprise us this deep into Veep's run is a testament to her acting. But enough is enough. It's time for Louis-Dreyfus to withdraw her name from Emmy consideration beginning with next year's contest. There's precedent for such selfless acts. In 1996, shortly after winning her fifth non-consecutive lead actress Emmy for Murphy Brown, Candace Bergen took herself out of the running in order to give one of her peers a shot at the gold statue. And that was back when there were like a dozen comedies on the air. In the era of hashtag peak TV, a Louis Dreyfus-less lead actress competition would not only allow one of her overdue rivals to grab gold, but it would create a much-needed vacancy in the six-person race. Okay, well, being as I'm... as And they're saying Michaela Watkins and Constance Wu and Rachel Bloom could have snuck in with Julia Louis-Dreyfus's... Maybe I'm just too competitive of a person, but I, if I was her, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, um, how about they step up their game and then they can beat me. Yeah, I don't think... That's, <laughs> that's the point of the Emmys. That's the point of the awards, that like you awarded to the best person in that category. No, I was going to say, there's a couple people I could see them uh, that could have probably not been in the running on this certain oh, category, okay. but Julia Louis-Dreyfus is not one of them. From Seinfeld to New Adventures of Old Christine mm. to Veep, she has continued to be on point in all her comedy, and she deserves to be in this category, and she deserves to win, hands down. Um, and then we've got Outstanding Lead Actor in a Limited Series or Movie. Uh, Courtney B. Vance won as Johnny Cochran uh, for People vs. OJ. Hands down deserved that one. That was a very tough category, though, um, with Brian Cranston in it for LBJ. I definitely think it was going to be one of those two that took it, and I'm really glad Courtney B. Vance won. Uh, he was great in it. He really kind of carried it as the lead actor in that, and I'm really happy he got recognized. Next up, my other queen, <laughs> Sarah Paulson won for Best Leading Actress in a Limited Series or Movie uh, for mm-hmm. The People vs. OJ. This was her seventh Emmy nomination, her sixth from a Ryan Murphy-led production, and she finally won. She said she said sorry to Marsha Clark. I cried. She said she loved Holland Taylor. It was a lot for me to handle. <laughs> she was in that she took Marsha Clark with her, though. Yeah, I like that. adorable. What a flawless yeah, human. Great. I'm so happy she won. Uh, that was a very tough category, but she definitely deserved that mm-hmm. one, hands down. It wasn't really a surprise, and it was what we all expected and exactly. what we all hoped for. What we all wanted. Mm-hmm. I prayed for that one. I won't lie to you. <laughs> um, I saved the two biggest for last um, because... If you looked at social media, you looked at, I think Entertainment Weekly ran an article about who were the top trends were of the night, looking at Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. These two completely blew up social media, Mm -hmm. so I saved them for last because they're two of my favorite humans. Um, Outstanding lead actor in a drama series went to Rami Malek uh, for Mr. Robot. Mm -hmm. Episode one of that show, Hello Friend. It's great. That was a very tough category. That was. That was. Kevin Spacey, Leave Schreiber, Matthew Reese, Bob Odenkirk, Kyle Chandler, Rami Malek comes out on top. That's a tough category. That's, That's an accomplishment. He should be proud of that. He was adorable. He did not expect it. No, it you can tell he didn't expect it. He made a Mr. Robot joke to start off his acceptance speech. It was great. I was so happy for him. Um, and he definitely deserved that one, I think. Um, and then the big one of the night was... Outstanding lead action to drama series, Tatiana Maslany 
Finally one for Orphan Black. From playing Sarah, Allison, Kasima, Beth, Rachel, MK, Crystal. That's seven characters right there. And she plays more. That was also a very tough category. Mm -hmm. Claire Danes, Viola Davis, Taraji P. Henson, Carrie Russell, Robin Wright. You got some veteran actors in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so glad she won that. Finally. She definitely deserves it for all those characters she plays. You completely forget that she... That it's one actress playing all of those characters, and I think she... It's funny, whenever they photograph the Orphan Black cast on the red carpet, I'm always like, where's Kasima? Like, where's the actress that plays Kasima? And then exactly. I have to stop and be like, it's Tatiana It's just Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> she plays all of those. I literally did it this morning. There was a beautiful photo of all of them on the red carpet, and I literally sat there, and I was like, half of them aren't there. And then I realized it's all Tatiana Maslany. That's how phenomenal she is. She definitely deserves this. Uh, she went for the episode Anti-Socialism of Sex. That was a great episode this season. This entire season was really on point with her. It's coming up to its final season. I'm bittersweet about it because I've been mm-hmm. watching it since day one. I'm so glad she won for that. And those are all the winners. Um, so now I think we're going to talk about the overall show. Yeah, the show itself. Show. A lot happened. Jimmy Kimmel hosted. I thought he did a really good I job. I thought he did a really good I job. I thought so too. Like, the past couple of years while watching them, because I felt like the comedy has been forced. Like, the jokes were like, this is funny. You have to laugh at it. But I felt like the comedy in this Emmys was a lot more organic. And I found myself genuinely laughing mm-hmm. instead yeah. of forcing myself yeah. to find what the host was saying funny. That also, the natural uh, comedy of it ha- helped it, the pacing of the show. That it- mm-hmm. Laughing naturally, it didn't feel like you were sitting there for hours listening. It it was just a well-paced show. I also thought it was refreshing because with the current political climate, we could have been listening to so many forced political jokes. And the fact that he slipped them in casually, I thought was really good. Mm -hmm. The writing for this year's was very good. Yeah, it wasn't an entire monologue about Donald Trump, because I could have seen someone else, Mm -hmm. a lesser post, doing that. Me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, audience hit an all-time low. It only drew in 9.7 million viewers with a 2.5 demo rating. It was down 18 and 30% from last year's Mm -hmm. Fox telecast, and was actually the smallest TV audience they've ever had. They've had Andy Samberg in the past. They've had Neil Patrick Harris in the past. Do you think, like, just Jimmy Kimmel wasn't a big enough name? To be honest, I would argue Jimmy Kimmel is a bigger name, name than, than Andy Samberg. You think so? I think so. I think so. Well, because, mm-hmm. I mean, Andy Samberg has all of those SNL fans behind him. Yeah, but he's a huge late-night host. Yeah. I don't know. He's been on TV for I don't a know long what time. Would, I don't know what would make the Emmys drop so much, aside from you said competitive programming. Yeah, earlier. at the same time, we had the Seahawks-Packers game. That always draws in a huge audience. And we had the Ramsey miniseries starting on CBS, which mm-hmm. I know Liv and I will be watching. Oh, yeah. That drew in 10.3 million viewers. Um, yeah. So I definitely yeah. think it was a very competitive time slot mm-hmm. you had sunday night football and we're only in the second week of football so it's a very competitive week mm-hmm. as it is um you had the ramsey miniseries starting over on cbs um i one of the things i thought of was i don't feel like i was drowning in emmy marketing yeah, I was yeah say, that is are, very too. true there was not a lot of marketing you didn't see a lot of commercials it's very odd this it, year it kind of snuck up on us uh-huh. yeah like i'm gonna be honest I watched The Bachelorette all summer, and I think I saw one Emmy commercial. Yeah, I agree. It's so it's not like I wasn't watching so ABC. Advertising? I think it may have been. I dropped the ball on that. Yeah. Um, I think that might be part of it. I can't even say. There wasn't even, like, I mean, like, 
Fear the Walking Dead was on, but, like, that doesn't draw a huge audience. It's not mm. like The Walking Dead was on. Mm-hmm. Um, People probably just forgot that it happened. I don't know. I felt like the marketing was a little lax. Well, despite the ratings blunder, I think this might have been one of the funniest Emmy Awards I've watched in recent years. In recent I years. really liked his whole opening video. Yeah, that was that really was Leading into the fire of the Nokia theater. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was classy. Well, and I loved how he brought Matt Damon on. And they had that little sketch because anyone who watches Jimmy Kimmel knows that there's a quote-unquote feud between the Mm -hmm. two of them. And it's been, like, going on for years and years. And the fact that he carried that over into the Emmys was hysterical. I really liked that. I really liked his opening, how he he had James Corden on and they did a little bit of carpool karaoke. Mm -hmm. First off, I was semi-shocked because I'm cynical and I was like, CBS, why are you letting them do carpool karaoke on ABC? But Mm -hmm. I thought it was cute. I really liked that Jeb Bush was Selena Meyer's (laughs) limo driver. I don't know. That made me chuckle a little bit. Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting uh, Jeb Bush to show up in any part of the Emmys. No, I had that pin, Dana. No, but the highlight of the night, without a doubt, without a doubt, Tom Hiddleston. Well, first of all, he presented the award of the person who wrote for, or was it right, yeah, wrote, right, for, yeah, wrote for his miniseries that he was in, The Night Manager, and he gave her the biggest hug, and just watching him and Priyanka walk on that stage together. She did the twirl. Hiddle Swift who? Like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Priyanka Chopra and Tom Hiddleston need to get together right now, because just for the, the benefit of gracing the world with beautiful children... That might be a little bit <laughs> step too far because they aren't even dating, but we need it. But you heard it here first. <laughs> they do look gorgeous together. They look so good. So elegant. Oh beautiful my god. People. Beautiful. Highlight of the night. While we're on the subject of beautiful people, Carrie Washington presented with Tony Goldwyn, and my little scandal heart kind of yeah. went aflutter. Yeah, it was wonderful. And Carrie Washington looked flawless. Amazing. Amazing. Like, like, how many months pregnant is she? No other woman on this planet could look as good as she looks right now oh, while yes. pregnant. Literally flawless human being. Um, another one of the highlights for me, I actually really enjoyed it. I know some people were saying it was kind of a cop-out from Ellen delivering pizza to the Oscars a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But I really liked the Stranger Things kids delivering PB&Js. Sofia Vergara, if you see in the photo, <laughs> enjoyed it as well, yeah. I think. She, was, uh, she dug right in the camera cut to her. She was already eating it. I think she enjoyed it as well. Break. I thought that was really cute. And um, I like the little notes and how I really loved the Amy Poehler joke. Oh, Amy that, that Amy Poehler joke. joke. That was a good one. I thought that was adorable. That was a great um, little segue. And also, also Stranger Things was amazing. And they're already mm. in the Emmys, guys. They're it's great. If you I'm have ready. if you haven't I'm looked ready. it up online, the Stranger Things kids performed Uptown Funk before mm-hmm. the telecast started. The 11 second clip alone of Caleb, Millie, and Gayton singing will blow your mind. Someone out there has a full version. Please, for the love of God, <laughs> upload it. Send it our way. It is we'll your really godly mission it. in life. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Jones coming out and breathing mm-hmm. actual life into the most boring part of the Emmys <laughs> was a highlight of mine. Literally the best. The accountants. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always like, ah, oh, here come the accountants. Then she came out and it was like, thank God. <laughs> She's so funny, too. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on the subject of Leslie Jones's Twitter account, if you want a wild inside look at the Emmys, look at her Twitter account because her. she got so excited about <laughs> meeting the Game of Thrones cast. <laughs> 
you'll think it was you meeting the Game of Thrones cast. Her meeting Gwendolyn Christie was great. Mm-hmm. Mother of Dragons, she mm-hmm. freaked out. Uh, I like the Maggie Smith jokes. This is something we all are thinking every year. We're giving it to her and she ain't showing up. But it's, it was like funny to see it continued out throughout the night. I thought that was a funny joke. Uh, Kit Harrington and Andy Samberg, they were great. Their whole spiel about how they're trying to get their funniest uh, bit on the next year's trailer. I thought that was hilarious. Kit Harrington proposing to Andy. <laughs> That was great. Kit Harrington hitting on Kyle Chandler. We were all thinking the same. We were all on the same boat. Surprisingly good chemistry between those two. Like, you wouldn't put those two together, usually. And like, it worked so and it well. Was very good. They were very funny together. I'd like a buddy cop movie with the two of them, oh, like, please. right now. So yeah, overall, I'd say this was a really good Emmys. I don't think any of the jokes really didn't hit. Like, I think all of them were good. None of them felt All of them were home runs to yeah. me. And usually there's at least one or two that fall flat on you or like go over your head or something I didn't have that issue this year yeah I didn't either I really liked it whoever wrote the Emmys I definitely think could have gone in a more political direction and definitely classed up the joint Mm -hmm. I want to say um the other thing I really kind of want to talk about because I thought she did a phenomenal job and a lot of people afterwards were like who's that who's that Tori (sighs) Kelly singing the In Memoriam I thought beautiful she was cover. I thought she did a really good job. That in memoriam was beautiful. Liv and I said it last night. We like how the Emmys don't disclude anybody. Um, it doesn't matter if you were ever on TV mm-hmm. or not. Um, they include everybody. Uh, the entertainment business. Um, now we're going to talk some Emmys fashion because real important thing. in my mind, if my career doesn't pan out, like fashion police could call me <laughs> and like I'd be fine with that gig. Just letting you all know. Um, so I've pulled up some of the best dresses of the night, and then we'll discuss, and then mm-hmm. we'll all say... And then we'll pick our fave. Mm-hmm. Pick our fave. Yeah. Priyanka Chopra oh, in this gorgeous red gown was flawless. Yes. Uh, that red gown, just... We're going back to Tom Hiddleston. I swear it's not my fault. Okay, it's the way my brain is. I brought it up. Watching them walk out together with her in that dress, and he, he gave her a twirl so she could twirl her... Her sash around and stuff. So fabulous, so classy, and made me want to see a James Bond film starring the two of them. And what did I say last night? Either, either way. Either yeah, way. Whether it's yeah. a female James Bond or a male James Bond. Yeah. I'll watch either version. Yeah. Well, Priyanka's dress was just so seamlessly elegant. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing big about it. It was just so seamless and beautiful and gorgeous. The way it was draped, it was... I just loved it. Relay princess. But But actually. actually. (laughs) Uh, Next up we got Kristen Bell in her lovely floral print uh, Maraud gown. This one, yeah, this one was an interesting gown. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it at first when she like walked up to Juliana Ransom. (laughs) But then when she let it go. Dropped it. It was beautiful. I really liked it. Alright. This was, I love her. Carrie Washington's (laughs) outfit. By Brandon Maxwell. I low-key cried. It was so good. So good. She looked so good. I was a little nervous about what she was going to wear. <laughs> she looked great. Well, it's so difficult. I keep bringing it up, but it's, it's so difficult to look as amazing as she does when you're that pregnant. And that right. dress, like, flattered her so nicely and just looked so fabulous on her. Okay, we have to talk about this dress because I still don't know if I liked it or not. Sarah Highlands, um, where she had the black pants and kind of the strapless top. 
I kind of thought we were back in the 2000s wearing leggings. The longer I stared at it, this dress reminded me of the costumes that they have in Once Upon a Time <laughs> for Regina when she's in her evil queen state. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I keep seeing her, though, on best dress lists. And I, just, I, I do, too. I Maybe it's it. just I didn't like it. Maybe we know nothing about fashion. I might not. I don't know. I, maybe I should take back my whole Beyond Fashion Boys <laughs> statement I made earlier. Uh, Sophie Turner also looked really good Always in her black loved. lace gown. Sophie Turner is very good about dressing for red carpets. I don't think I've ever seen her in a gown that didn't flatter her so well. I really also liked... It was one of the first red carpet arrivals we saw watching E!, America Ferreira in her black dress. Oh, she yeah, was looking gorgeous. really good. She ran a marathon the day before. Yeah. You would have never known. <laughs> like, flawless human being. She was, she was full of energy, and usually when you run a marathon, you are exhausted by the next day. The next person actually had a fashion change in the middle of the show. Taraji B. Henson in her yellow gown. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, usually a fan of yellow. I really liked it. I liked it, too. She she can pull anything she off. She can pull it off, yeah. <laughs> She's Taraji P. Henson. Taraji. <laughs> like, I expect no less. Okay. You're going to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> I really have to talk about it. My favorite, nay, one of my favorite human beings on this planet is Anna Klumsky. Last night was rough, guys. I know. I'm not going to lie to you. With her comforter dresses, I like to call it. It was literally a comforter. I don't know what she was thinking. I'm very concerned. I was not a fan. Thoughts? Um, definitely not a fan. Um, it was She's odd. pretty. All right, do we all want to see who we thought was best dressed at the yes. 2016 Emmy Awards? I mean, this is a really difficult thing because they're all so fabulous. But I was actually really digging Kristen Bell's dress. This like The second she dropped it, I was like, I would wear that dress. Just walking around. Just going down the streets of of Boston, heading out down to Whole Foods, wearing that gown all the time. I would hope you would. (laughs) Um, I personally loved Tatiana Maslany's dress. It was simple. It was red, but there was something just so elegant about it. The cutouts. The cutouts were great. Um, I I love simple fashion, so and I thought it fit her well. I loved her makeup, her hair. I thought she looked really good. Priyanka Chopra for me. Red was the color of the night, but she definitely did it best. It was flowy. It was beautiful. She was a stunning human being. Uh, my favorite look of the night was Carrie Washington um, in that black gown. I'm I really so liked, surprised. I know. I really liked the cutouts in it. I think she's topped most of the best dress lists, um, and I definitely think that was well-deserved. All right, that's it for Fangirls Guided TV's Emmy Wrap-Up Podcast. Thanks for listening. Woo! See you later.